Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. All right. All right, I think we're live. What's up? What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining. Uh, we're going to do a underdog best ball mania draft once again. We're doing this pretty much every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, going to enter uh, this best ball mania draft on underdog. $25 entry, $10 million in prizes. Uh, it's the best thing that you can do in terms of fantasy football in June. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. All right, let's get it. Uh, we are live right now. Um, I'm going to pull up Underdog real quick, share my screen before I forget because there has been another time where I forgot to share my screen. So I'm going to head over to Underdog, and we are going to enter one of these. I hope everyone's doing well, by the way, um, on this Wednesday. What's up, Toby? Hope all is well, man. Um, Let's get it. So let me share that real quick. Tab. All right. There we go. All right. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and enter one of these. By the way, if anybody has any questions during the live and all that, please feel free. You know, let me know. You know, 30 seconds per pick here. We don't want to do eight, eight hours. So 30 BBM three, $25 entry. Let's get it. I'm going to be basically explaining all my picks, you know, my thought process behind this. And, you know, I'm going to keep doing it, you know, throughout the rest of the summer, you know, or at least until best ball mania fills up. And I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably have some other win for nine people. Okay. Wow. <laughs> all right. We're going to be waiting here for a little bit for a few people to join. Um, but, but in the meantime, Let's get it. If anybody has any questions on the stream, in the meantime, I'm going to hit up IG Live as well, you know, just in case people want to join. All right, getting on IG Live, making sure people know what's up. What's up? What's up, everybody on IG? Uh, going live on YouTube. Actually, I'm already live on YouTube right now, waiting for nine people. Um, live on YouTube. 
live best ball mania best ball mania draft was good was good it was good alex what's going on brother what's going on what's going on in the meantime while i'm waiting for these nine people to join uh this underdog draft um Let's answer some questions. Full of money was good. Was good, Zach. What's going on? Christensen, Bengals Nation. Okay, okay. Flojo was goody. Flojo was goody. Flojo, you want to get in here, dude? Let's get in here while uh while I'm waiting. I got five, I got I got a few people waiting right here. So let's get in. Where should we draft Dobbins? Um Hey man, how's it going? Oh no, you you left dinner to get on live? Oh no, what you guys what you guys having for dinner? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, while I'm waiting for this draft, I got we're waiting for nine people on this underdog draft right now. So we're, I'm gonna be live for for a minute over here. So if anybody has any questions, feel free to join. Uh, by the way, if you guys don't know, me and Flojo are recording our first podcast together tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, and that's going to be out soon. So we got some stuff in store for you guys uh, coming up shortly. Um, but hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. So here's the first question, dynasty question here from uh, Louis J. Berger. Uh, would you trade AJ Brown for the 101 and the 106 this year? And I'm assuming we're talking 2022 rookie draft. That's my assumption. And and Louis J. Berger, let me know if uh, if I got that assumption correct. So AJ Brown for this year's 101 and 106. What do what, what, what do you think on that one? I can see that. Um, so, so for those on YouTube, Flojo is basically saying that like he might do that because he can pair someone like you know Brees Hall and Drake London, uh, you know, and get two shots at potentially you know elite fantasy, um, you know, two potentially elite fantasy options, um, and then get rid of AJ Brown. Um, and I totally understand that. You know, uh, for me, you know, AJ Brown is a, you know, he's a bit of a proven commodity in terms of you know his value right now in dynasty. And I know that, you know, his situation right now in Philly isn't, uh, isn't the best on paper, right? Cause he's competing with, with Devante. You know, a lot of us aren't a huge fan of Jalen Hurts as a passer. Uh, but at the same time, AJ Brown, you know, he's going to end up becoming uh, an elite fantasy producer at some point. If he stays healthy, he's going to, he can easily become the overall wide receiver one for fantasy. It doesn't really matter who the quarterback is, right? Um, a lot of times we see really, really good wide receivers, you know, do their thing with not so great quarterbacks. And the opposite happens too, right? Like the first guy we think of is Allen Robinson, right? Um, but, you know, a lot of guys like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and those type of guys, you know, they get it done, right? And Adrian Brown, I think, is one of those guys. So, um, in, in this particular scenario, 
I don't think I'm going to do it. I totally understand taking Brees Hall um, and then, you know, grabbing one of the elite wide receivers uh, or one of the top wide receivers in this draft class to pair with him. I, I can totally understand it. But just know that you're giving up an elite fantasy asset. And in my opinion, I would try to get somebody from the 2023 draft instead of the 2022 draft. That's kind of where I go. Yeah. Does it sound like I'm trying to rapid fire these questions? I just took like 20 minutes with that last question. <laughs> I, I can't I can't I can't sell you on Brees Hall because I, I'm not like the, the biggest Brees Hall guy. Like I'm the wrong person to ask when it comes to selling you on Brees Hall. All right, we're waiting for seven people here. All right, here we go. We're counting down. Um so for for me, I understand that Brees Hall has a lot of things going for him. His elite athleticism, um, his production profile is amazing. Um, those two things right there, um, you know, put him in the same realm as guys like Saquon, as guys like Jonathan Taylor, only in terms of production profile and um, and athleticism. But when it comes to when it comes to being efficient, he's not up there with those guys, right? Um, Yeah, the only guy, I mean, you know, in terms of force missed tackles per attempt, that's another metric I like to look at, um, you know, to predict future fantasy success. And he's been, he's, he's, he was good there too, uh, you know, over his career. Um, you know, he's been, he was up there. So, you know, there are things about him that make him worth a one-on-one just because also these wide receivers don't have like elite profiles, right? Like if one of these wide receivers had elite, elite profiles, then like I'm, I'm totally with grabbing one of these wide receivers over him. But uh, you know, this is a particularly weak rookie draft class to me in terms of like profiles. So that's the reason why I would take Brees Hall there um, at, at 101. And, and, you know, it's one of those things with, with running back, like, you know, you're trying to capture a three in dynasty, you're trying to capture like a three to four year window, right? That's what you're trying to do. And and the best window is usually early in their careers, right? Between the ages of like 21 and 25. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's possible um, for, for in next year's class, both running back and wide receiver and quarterback, especially if you're in a super flex, in, if you're in a super flex league, like I can see like three to four quarterbacks coming off the board uh, in the first round of rookie drafts next year, uh, well, super flex rookie drafts. Um, and it's going to be completely different, right? Especially if you're in a super flex league, like get as many first round picks as you can next for, for next season. Cause this year, you know, that class was absolutely terrible, obviously. And, and we found out during the NFL draft how, how bad it actually was. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's move on to a couple of these questions here. Um, 
Yeah. So, so Mike Decker saying, I actually thought the question was for 2023 first rounders. If that's the case, I'm probably, I might make that deal. You know, that that's for, for me, that's completely different. The 2023 one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> I want that dude. Um, I don't know yet, man, to be honest with you, because for me, like, I really, really dive into these rookies, like after the season, you know, and, you know, I can, for me, like, I'm not a guy who, who judges, who, who looks at my, you know, uh, does the eye test and then, you know, determines like who, who my guy is. I never do it. Like, I, I actually don't even trust my eyes. I don't, I, I don't trust my eyes because honestly, like I look, I, I, I look, I, as I'm saying that I got an eyelash stuck in my eye, you know what I'm saying? Like, see, see what I mean? Um, I don't trust my eyes. I mean, I I know what I see, and I and I think I I can see talent, but at the same time, like I want to match it up with the metrics. I want to m- make sure that I I I'm actually looking at, you know, something good, right? Um, so that's what I like to do. So yeah, you know, w- we'll get there, but um, but there are going to be def- there are, are going to be a few quarterbacks. I'm sorry for the cop out answer there. <laughs> um, all right, you you down for one more question before you get back to dinner, or, or what's up? All right, all right, sound good, sound good. It's another dynasty question here, right? Um, this is coming from uh, the Ginger Ninja, love it. Twenty four, uh, waiting for two people in this underdog. So perfect timing, guys. Listen, um, if you're on this live right now, I'm live on YouTube. We're about to do a, a, an underdog best ball mania draft, twenty five dollar entry. Get over to YouTube. Um, I have the link in my story. Go check it out, Upper Hand Fantasy YouTube channel. Anyway, all right, is Najee Harris in dynasty worth a top twelve pick? In a dynasty startup. It is. It is. And, and and honestly, like he's probably worth like a, you know, top seven, top eight, eight pick in dynasty uh, just because, you know, his role is amazing. He has literally one of the best roles in, in, in football in terms of fantasy when it comes to fantasy running backs, because he's an every down guy. Now, yes, today there were, there was some, uh, some blurbs coming out from uh, pro football talk and also Najee Harris spoke about it as well in terms of like him taking a little bit of a lesser workload, other guys coming in for certain situations. Uh, but just remember, like this dude was on the field for like 85, 90%, 95% of snaps. If that comes down to like 75%, like we still chilling, like we still Gucci, like on, on Najee Harris and his workload, he's still going to get 20 plus touches a game. He's still going to be extremely involved in the passing game. I'm not buying the fact that Ben Roethlisberger, you know, is the reason why he was getting all those checkdowns. He was on the field running routes. He's going to get those looks regardless. Um, so, you know, there's no world where Najee Harris doesn't get like, you know, less than like 60 catches last year, uh, uh, this year coming up. So he's going to be the guy, like you said, volume based, not efficient. Uh, but I'm hoping that with, you know, a couple of offensive line improvements that he does a bit, a bit of a better job there. Um, you know, at the contact, he was okay. Uh, yards per route run, he was okay. Um, but 
He's one of those guys that, you know, Mike Tomlin dropped him in the first round. He's going to use him. He has a history of using those bell cow running backs. So I feel like I'm not worried about it too much. Um, but I think that Najee Harris is going to be, uh, you know, easily, even in redraft, honestly, he's he's a mid-first round pick pretty easily. All right. Yes, sir, dude. All right, man. Take it easy. Enjoy dinner, man. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Uh, the draft is starting right now. 60 seconds. We, we are. I have the 10th pick in this draft. Uh, each pick is 30 seconds. So this draft is going to be moving quickly. Um, you know, we're going to be going all through all 18 rounds here. I'm going to be explaining all my picks. So I'll see you guys on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com, obviously. Upper Hand Fantasy. I'll see you there. All right, now I'm back on YouTube, baby. Back on YouTube. What's up, guys? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if I was if I was a little 15 minutes. It took us 15 minutes to get in this draft. Uh, I guess we you know we chose the wrong timing, but it's all good. Draft is starting in 15 seconds. Um, so we're we're gonna be choosing at the turn here. Oh, great. My wife is FaceTiming me. Uh, let me let me pick up. Hey, what's up, babe? Uh, I'm I'm live on YouTube. How you doing? Everything good? All right, she hung up. All right, she, I guess she doesn't want to be on YouTube. All right, nine picks away. All right, here we go. So we got a question here from Delay115. Is it smart to go – wait, I just want to make sure. Eight picks away. All right, is it smart to go – you know, underdog's the best because they literally, like, on the tab, it shows, like, how many picks away you are. So I don't have to switch tab. It's, like, it's awesome. Anyway, uh, is it smart to go running back, wide receiver, running back, QB and then go from there. Um, and I've talked about this plenty of times, uh, but it's a great, it's still a great question, delay. And basically, what you want to do is not be like super strict on you know what positions you're taking in what round, right? You want to try to be um, just just go with the flow, be water, as you know, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, right? Bruce Lee, right? I don't know why I was gonna say uh, Jackie Chan, but that's not that's not nice. That's not nice to say. <laughs> so what I would do personally is I would look at who the best player on the board is because what ends up happening sometimes there ends up being a run right at a certain position right and now you're looking at you know you were going to take a running back and then all of a sudden so many running backs got taken and like these wide receivers that we weren't expecting to be there are there at your spot where you're supposed to pick so what are you going to do? Are you going to reach for the next running back who you would normally take like, or, or you know, whose ADP is like five, six, seven picks later? Or are you going to choose the wide receiver who should have been taken like five, six, seven picks ago, right? And my answer is always choose the, the, the guy who is, just choose the player who is the best value at that point. That's what I would do. So, you know, uh, it happens all the time where people are desperate to get running backs. And then all of a sudden you're looking at like, you know, a really, really good wide receiver like Stefan Diggs at the end of the second round or something crazy like that, right? And if that happens, you're like, well, do I really want to reach on a guy like David Montgomery, <laughs> right, who you can get, you know, end of the third round, something like that? Or would you rather take that value and then, you know, adjust the rest of the way, right? That's what I would do. Uh, uh, and that's what, okay, I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. 24 seconds left. All right, here we go. Uh, at 111, Dalvin Cook is still on the clock, guys. Travis Kelsey is still on the clock. It's between those two guys, and I'm going Dalvin Cook here. Pretty easy for me. Uh, you know, at, at with the 10th pick in the first round, get that bell cow running back. Uh, I'm happy with it. Now, there is a little bit of risk with Dalvin Cook and that shoulder, by the way. Okay, that shoulder is, you know, 
that that thing got has gotten injured year after year. Um, so there is definitely risk with Dalvin Cook. Uh, but, uh, you know, in this kind of draft, I might not go Alexander Madison later. You know, it, it depends on who's on the board and all that. Um, I don't really like to handcuff running backs, especially in this format. But in this particular scenario, uh, you know, you know that you're getting like high end RB1 value when Dalvin Cook is out with Alexander Madison, right? Um, so, you know, a little bit of an exception there in terms of like me liking you know, whether I hank off my own running back or not. All right, I'm back on the clock at the 2-3 with the 15th pick here. CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, Aaron Jones. Now, this to me, you know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling this right here. And I think I think I like Alvin Kamara here. Um, is CeeDee Lamb and Alvin Kamara, those are the two guys I'm looking at here. Um, and I, th- oh man, this is tough. I think I'm going to go Alvin Kamara. You know, just lock up those running backs. Um, did I take him? Yeah, I did. So I could have went DeAndre Swift here. I could have went Aaron Jones here. Now, in a full PPR format, obviously Aaron Kamara, uh, Aaron Kamara, Alvin Kamara also catches a ton of balls, right? But the thing with Alvin Kamara that he most likely will be the goal line back too. So he's getting, he's going to get those touchdowns. With Aaron Jones, you know, will AJ Dillon vulture a lot of those goal line touchdowns? Maybe. Um, you know, Aaron Jones is going to catch a ton of balls. So in a full PPR format, Right, I think you know. By the way, the reason why I think that is because with Devonta Adams gone, Aaron Jones is going to feast in the receiving game. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Jones stays healthy. I would not be surprised if Aaron Jones catches eighty balls this year. Okay, in games without Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones has went bananas. You know, throughout his career. Obviously, a lot of that AJ Dillon wasn't there, but it doesn't matter. Aaron Jones is their primary receiving back, um, so he's going to be that be that dude in that role. So in a full PPR league, you know, I, I am considering him over Kamara. Um, because of the fact that he's on, he's probably going to be on a better offense. Um, but regardless, like in uh, same thing with, uh, with DeAndre Swift too, he's going to be catching balls, but also he might not get those goal line carries. Jamal Williams is still there. He might get a lot of that as well. Um, DeAndre Swift was actually one of the least efficient running backs in the running game last year, but he was amazing in the receiving game. So some things to kind of, you know, keep an eye out for. I do have Alan Kamara over both DeAndre Swift and Aaron Jones in my rankings. And if you're wondering what my rankings are, go over to Instagram, Upper Hand Fantasy. Uh, you will see my rank. Just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see my rankings for running backs there. By the way, I got a, my big board is coming out this Friday. Okay, big board on Instagram. Look out for it. Noon Eastern time, it'll be out. Okay, top 100 players. All right, so we are at the last pick of the second round. So let me go back to StreamYard real quick. Sorry, guys. Delay, I hope I answered your question there, dude. Um, so let's see. What order should I go? So, so yeah, pretty much like, you know, that's what I, what I said what I said earlier. But also, you know, what I like to do personally is, you know, go try to get a couple of running backs within the first few rounds. So like within like the first three rounds or so, I do want to – like ideally, I want to have at least two running backs when I get out of those first three rounds. Okay, um, that's really my goal. And you know, if one of those ends up being a wide receiver, whether I took that wide receiver in the first round or the second round or the third round, I can get three wide, three three uh, running backs or, or two running backs within those first three rounds. I'm I'm usually happy there. Um, and then you know, I'll kind of see who's on the board later on. But I want to make sure that I take that value into consideration, not just be like beholden to taking a certain position. Now, in terms of you also asked about quarterback too. Um, I would not take a quarterback that early. Um, you mentioned here, uh, running back, wide receiver, running back, quarterback, 
you're saying that you you might take a quarterback in the first round in the fourth round here. Um, I probably wouldn't do that unless like it's Lamar Jackson and you're picking at the four eleven, right? Like last pick of the fourth round, like Lamar Jackson's there, sure. But still, even then, you know, I might want to wait on quarterback. You can probably get Jalen Hurts a couple rounds later. Um, he has a similar upside as Lamar Jackson does this year, and he has better weapons and and all that. So, you know, I might wait on quarterback and just focus on running backs, wide receivers, um, and then like, you know, depending on your tight end, you know, depending on which tight ends you're looking at, I usually like to go either relatively early with a guy like Travis Kelsey, or maybe wait a little bit for like a Dalton Schultz around like the seventh round, sixth, seventh round ish. Um, And then like, otherwise I'm going like later guys, like 11th, like 10th, 11th round. Okay. That's kind of who I'm going with. So um, he's asking who should I go on one pick away guys. So Let's see who's on the board. We got Mike Williams. Oh, a lot of these running backs got taken. So I'm glad I took a running back. Right? You see that now? I do love Travis Etienne, um, but I can I might be able to get him later. Um, so let's see. I'm on the board here. I got Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddle, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson, Patrick Mahomes on the on the board here. Um, the guy I have ranked above everybody is Michael Pittman. And Michael Pittman, you know, already broke out in his sophomore year. Um there's a good chance that he becomes a wide receiver one this year. Matt Ryan coming in, you know, he's a slight upgrade over Carson Wentz. Apparently they've been hitting it off uh, in OTAs. And listen, Carson Wentz, you know, he he never targeted perimeter wide receivers over the last three years before coming uh, to, <clears throat> excuse me, before coming into Indy. And Matt Ryan, he was like, yeah, like the third or fourth highest rate over the previous three years, you know, coming into Indy now. So um, this can be a, a serious connection between those two guys. And if I'm going to bet on anybody to become a wide receiver one, I'm going to bet on the guy who was just a wide receiver two last year, right? Um, and here, listen, if Deontay Johnson is available, ah, oh man, it's very hard for me not to take Deontay Johnson here. Um, I don't want Zeke. Um, I like Waller, but I don't like him more than Deontay. I like Herbert. I'm not taking a quarterback this early. Uh, Cam Akers, you know, iffy on him. But the guy I have ranked above, I do have Allen Robinson ranked pretty high, but I think Deontay Johnson, um, you know, somebody who um, is a really, really good wide receiver. The fact that you can get Deontay Johnson in the fourth round is amazing. People think that Ben Roethlisberger – was the reason why uh, Deontay Johnson was doing his thing. It's because Deontay Johnson is a damn good wide receiver. It's because he can separate with the best of him, one of the best separators in the league. Check out Matt Harmon's reception perception article on him. He passes it with flying colors. Not even passes it. He excels. He's one of the best separators in the league, according to Matt Harmon, his charting. Um, and there's no one better in the game in terms of charting wide receivers and their ability to separate and their route running ability. So, that's why Deontay Johnson is doing his thing. And now without Ben Roethlisberger just kind of chucking it down all the time, now you have Deontay Johnson's ability to separate down the field. That's unlocked now, right? You guys, you got guys with who actually have arms, right? Like Mr. Trubisky, like he's not, he might not be a good quarterback, but at least he can sling it down the field, right? Um, you have Kenny Pickett, same thing. So young guys here. So let's not act like Ben Roethlisberger was the best quarterback in the world. PFF had him graded as the second worst quarterback among all quarterbacks who even played last year. I think he was like 30, he was like 43rd out of like 44 quarterbacks or something like that. Okay. So Deontay Johnson is that dude. Okay. Now, was I considering Jerry Judy there? 
Uh, no, I was not. <laughs> I, I would have went like Metcalf or Allen Robinson. I have, I do have Jerry Judy ranked a little bit lower because I'm, I'm, I'm a lot bigger on Cortland Sutton this year. Um, Jerry Judy, I think he left the field right with an injury today in OTAs. I'm not sure. I forgot exactly what happened. Um, but, but yeah, I think it was a soft tissue injury, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, okay. So let's see if there's any more questions here. No, I think we're good. Um, Delay is asking, who do I go with at pick number two? Um, you know, surprise, surprise, I have Christian McCaffrey ranked as my 101. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor is a really good pick at number two. Christian McCaffrey is a good pick at number two, in my opinion. Um, you, you have guys like uh, Austin Eckler in a full PPR league. Amazing pick there. Um, you know, if I can try to grab one of these top end you know, uh, running backs, you know, who have every down ability, goal line, receiving, you know, a, a big role on early downs as well. Those are the guys mm -hmm. that I'm going with. And if you want to check out my rankings delay, go on uh, upper hand fantasy on, on Instagram and you can see my rankings there. Um, I have them out. So feel free to check those out. So let's look at a team so far, so far, Dalvin cook, Alvin Kamara, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson. That's an amazing start to me. I'm very happy with this start. Um, you know, you got two, you know, alpha running backs there. You got two guys who can potentially be, you know, they're these, these Michael Pittman, and Deontay Johnson, like their floors are wide receiver twos, like mid RB, mid wide receiver twos. And they both have wide receiver one upside. All right. Um, Michael Pittman is a good bet to become a wide receiver one this year, maybe a low end wide receiver one. I'm happy with that. Um, especially the, you know, given the fact that I was able to still draft two high end, uh, you know, running backs early on. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, guys. So I appreciate everybody joining here. If you guys have any questions, feel free to throw them in the chat. Um, I'll, I'll throw them on the screen and we can talk, we can talk a little bit more. Um, so let's see. So, you know, it's crazy to me. I'm looking at this clock, right? Looking at the board right now, Gabriel Davis just went off the board at the, with the 53rd pick, man, like that is way too high. Listen, I, I like Gabriel Davis. And like when, when, when Emmanuel Sanders went down with injury last year, I was all over picking up Gabriel Davis, and and a lot of people benefited from that. But listen, we got to be careful here. All right, we really do. Uh, give me one second. Um, I'm making sure that okay, we're good. Um, yeah, like I don't know, man. That's just so early for me. That's so early for me. I, okay, I'm one pick away. A um, couple wide receivers on the board that I really like. That I really like. Yeah, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, like all these wide receivers I'm a fan of. Chris Godwin coming off the ACL, like should I take that risk? I think at this point, wide receiver 26, like is is Chris Godwin going to outperform the wide receiver 26? I think so. You know, even in the, in the beginning of the year, you know, if he's not 100%, that's fine. I have all these other wide receivers that we're going to be drafting. We're going to be aiming for about nine wide receivers in this draft. In best ball, that's the in this particular format, that's what I aim for. Uh, about four to five running backs, two quarterbacks, two tight ends. That's kind of what I aim for uh, in this format. Um, remember, in best ball, you know your your lineup: one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one flex, one tight end. Your lineup gets formed automatically. Okay, so, you know, whoever popped off that week, they're going to be in your lineup automatically. There's no setting lineups. There's no waivers, nothing like that. No trades. There's no management. You you draft and you're done. All right. Um, so Chris Godwin at the end of the year, like, you know, 
let's say he starts doing his thing week five, week six. That's okay. That's okay. You know, you got him at a value, and hopefully those other wide receivers that you draft pick up the slack and have big games early on so you can take his place. So I'm back on the clock. Rashad Bateman is still here. So, you know, I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. You know, I'm, I really like Jalen Hurts this year. Big fan of his. But I really want to stock up on wide receivers. Uh, and I know J.K. Dobbins is there. High ceiling type of guy. But I'm big on Rashad Bateman this year. Um, the thing with J.K. Dobbins to me is that, listen, not only is he coming off the ACL, um, he's starting, you know, training camp on the pup, which was expected. Gus Edwards is also banged up. But these guys, you know, J.K. Dobbins isn't going to get the full workload. He didn't get it when he was fully healthy as a rookie. He's not going to get it this year, especially coming off the injury. That's just not their style. Um, not only that, he's not involved in the passing game. Not only that, that goal line role, that's flip-flop between these two guys before. So that even he doesn't even have that locked up, right? Even though I love the talent, you know, if anything, I might aim for him next season, you know, but I need some assurance that he's going to get that role. And I would love for him to be more involved in the passing game. So unfortunately, you know, if he's only going to be getting like 15 to 16 carries a game, that you know, if that, you know, without too much involvement in the in the receiving game, like, and we don't even know if he's a goal line back. Like, I, I'm out on him this year, to be honest. You know? Um, all right. So, my team so far, man, this is fire. This is fire. Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman. What's up? What's up? Fire team right there. Love it. Love it. And by the way, you know, and, and, and you just saw it right now. I didn't have to reach. I didn't reach on anybody here, right? I took Chris Godwin. And I didn't reach. Rashad Bateman was still sitting there for me when I came back, right? So here you want to kind of stick to the guys near the top because in, in this in this particular format, um, by the way, if you're drinking, if you want to play a drinking game, um, drink every time. Take a shot every time I say in this particular format. <laughs> um, so I love Jalen Hurts here. Jalen Hurts would have been my pick, by the way, if I didn't go Rashad Bateman. But the point is that Go with the guys close to where you're picking because you never know who's going to fall to you with your next pick. Don't reach because the guy that you reached over is probably going to be picked by the time you, you get picked next or, or by the time your pick is up, right? So that's, that's, that, that would be my advice uh, in this particular format. You know, in, in a redraft, in a regular season-long league, you might not think that way, um, and, and that's fine. Like I'm okay reaching for guys like my guys in, in regular season-long leagues. Um, I'm gonna get my water. Okay. I'm gonna make sure my, not blurry. All right, here we go. All right. Brother Kamara, Brooklyn Silver. Kamara's gonna get suspended. I would really be shocked if he doesn't. Yeah, he might get suspended for sure. He might get suspended, and that's one of the things that you have to be, you know, concerned about. Like when you're when you're drafting him. Um, now, how how long is he going to be suspended for? Two, four, six games? I don't think it's going to be long, right? Um, if he gets suspended for a couple of games, that's okay. Um, but you you know his role is going to be amazing. The offense is going to improve, um, and I think he'll be fine. There's also a chance he doesn't get suspended this year. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to play it safe, you know, there were other guys on the board, 
you know, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, you know, that you could go with for sure. Um, so, yeah, I hear you, though. I hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm one pick away here at the at the 82nd pick. Um, now, I do need a running back, a third running back. And if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is on the board here, I'm going to take him. If he's on the board with my next pick, you know, if if Saucy Kemp right here doesn't take him and he's taking his time. Okay, he did not take him. He took Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Well, I'm going Clyde Edwards-Hilaire here. All right, and here's why. And I'll explain it. I'm, I'm up again in about four picks. But, and I had a post about this on Instagram, and I'll and I explain why I I, I went Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Because, number one, Dal Williams isn't there anymore. Jared McKinnon isn't there anymore. Those are the guys who were taking all the receiving work away from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We saw what he did at LSU. He wasn't necessarily efficient, but he knows how to catch the ball. Okay? Um, that's, that's number one. Number two, you got those vacated targets. Number two, in that role. Number two, Tyreek Hill. 100, how many targets? 150, 60, 70, whatever it was. Targets vacated. You know who? <laughs> now, there was a study done, I think, Fantasy Pros, or like, I don't remember who it was, PFF. But the position that actually benefits the most from vacated targets, even if it's from the wide receiver position or the tight end position, it's the running back. The running back has shown to be like the biggest beneficiary from vacated targets. Anyway, 14 seconds left right now. Brandon Ayuk, TJ Hawkinson on the clock. I don't know what to do. Um, I could go Hawk here, um, but I think I'm going to go Pollard. I think I'm going to go, oh, 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 did I do it? No. I got auto-picked. I was talking too much. I was talking too much to you guys to explain my rationale. And I got Brandon Ayuk. It is what it is. But, hey, listen. These were the wide receivers on the board when we took Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, Sky Moore, Tyler Lockett, and then you kind of have to go down to like Kadarius Tony. So, is that the worst pick in the world? No, I don't think so. You know, listen, new quarterback in town. Apparently, him and Ayuk are doing their thing in OTAs. So, not that, listen, this is just me talking myself into that pick. Okay. I told you that I would go, I would explain my reasoning, and I'm even going to explain my reasoning for a pick that I didn't even make. Okay. <laughs> we know Ayuk's talent. We know he's going to have his games. We just never knew when to play him. Right. Um, okay. All right. So I'm 14 picks away. So here's my team right now. We got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Solid three running backs right there. So the fact that I was able to get Clyde Edwards Hilaire that late, um, you know, in the, what was it, the seventh round or whatever it was? I'm I'm pretty happy about that. Now, I don't have a quarterback yet. I don't have a tight end yet. So we're going to have to probably go in uh, on one of those positions pretty soon, right? Now, could I have taken TJ Hawkinson there instead of Brandon Ayuk? Yes. That would have been the easier pick in terms of, like, scrolling and actually picking a guy. That's probably what I should have done, especially since I had, like, 14 seconds to make the pick. TJ Hawkinson would have been a decent pick there. Uh, Dallas Goddard, also still on the clock. Uh, I'm sorry, still on the board. Uh, he would have been a decent pick. Dawson Knox, not as great. Uh, Zach Ertz, like as the tight end 10 with the 110th uh, 80, 10th pick ADP, like I'm not mad at that at all. Like I'm, I'm, if I waited on tight end and I was able to get Zach Ertz, I'm happy about that. Um, a, a lot of people talking about, um, what's his name? Um, 
Trey McBride coming in and like taking some work away from Zach Ertz, I really don't think that's going to happen. That usually doesn't happen from a rookie tight end. Like I think we're all looking at Kyle Pitts last year, but Kyle Pitts was a different, a different beast, right? Like Trey McBride, I don't think is going to be coming in. He doesn't. He's not this like elite, you know, pass catching tight end, right? Like he's a good pass catching tight end, a really good one. He was the best in this class, like overall tight end blocking all that. But I don't think he's going to be taking work away from. Zach Ertz. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm up in about eight picks. Now, looking at my guys, like five wide receivers, four, three running backs, um, you know, I might want to pick maybe one running back or so more. Like, it, you know, it, maybe two at most. More, maybe I'll go like five running backs and like nine wide receivers-ish, something like that. I think that's kind of what I'm going to go for. Now, I'm seven picks away. TJ Hawkinson is still on the board. And Aaron Rodgers just got taken with the 99th pick. Um, every team in front of me has a tight end. Actually, no. Two teams in front of me don't have a tight end. So it's very possible that one of them takes Hawk here. And when it gets to me, I don't want to reach and grab Zach Ertz. I mean, I like Dawson Knox, and we know he's going to have his game. So I guess in a best ball format, it's okay. But I'm going to have to grab that second tight end, you know, relatively soon within the next, like, you know, three to four picks just because I ha- I, need, I need to have somebody who fills in those weeks when Dawson Knox doesn't do his thing, right? Uh, but I'm three picks away. Hawkinson's still there. You know, Kadarius Tony, by the way, is somebody that I'm I'm going after. Okay, and there's plenty of reasons why. Um, it might not seem obvious, right? The Giants were like, you know, reportedly trying to trade him, but he's back. They're not trading him. So they also drafted Wando Robinson. I get it. But Kadarius Tony, target on a targets per route run basis, 26%. That's elite. Okay. That's a number that I'm like, okay. Kadarius Tony just got taken. Hey, listen. Zach Ertz was taken with a 105 at the 105 right before me. So I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson here. I think this is a great, great value. TJ Hawkinson's ADP is 84.6, and I'm picking him with the 106th pick. So I'm happy. Listen, TJ Hawkinson was doing this thing before he got hurt last year. Um, you know, I know Amon Ross St. Brown is emerging, right, or has emerged. They obviously drafted Jamison Williams, but Jamison Williams coming off the ACL, okay? I don't know how, how fantasy relevant he's going to be in year one. So I think TJ Hawkinson is still a solid pick, especially getting him at the end of the ninth round. Very solid. I like that a lot. Okay. What pick do you think Adrian Brown should be picked at? I think I I have him as a low-end wide receiver one, like a borderline wide receiver one, basically. Okay, so he should be picked somewhere like in the third round or so. (laughs) That's what he's on. I'm on the clock. Dawson Knox still on the board. Don't need him anymore. Uh, Robert Woods, Chase Claypool. By the way, maybe I shouldn't talk. Maybe I should just draft somebody here. Um, uh, Robert Woods seems pretty interesting to me at this point. Tyler Boyd seems pretty interesting to me. I'm probably going to go Robert Woods here. I'm not overly bullish on Robert Woods doing his thing. I think a lot of what he was doing was based on Sean McVay and his ability to scheme up wide receivers in that very unique, you know, bunch, you know, 11 personnel scheme that he runs. But, you know, Robert Woods is, is a good wide receiver. They don't have many weapons in Tennessee. Uh, I just saw him making cuts 
um, the other day on video. Uh, he looked good. I mean, I don't know if, if it's good enough, uh, but, you know, he did tear his ACL. So I'm hoping that he'll be back at some point. You know, he might not be ready to start the season, but he's going to be ready at some point. And once he does, you never know. There is a world where he is their number one wide receiver. If I had to bet today, I would bet Traylon Burks, even though he has asthma issues or whatever the case may be. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, putting too much weight into that, or I'm not putting too much against them because of that. Um, if I had to guess who's going to be who's going to outscore who, I'm going to guess Traylon Burks. But uh, Robert Woods is a decent bet to to do his thing too. Uh, Tyler Boyd was probably, you know, somebody I was looking at here, uh, just because we know he's going to have his games in that high power Bengals offense. Listen, if that offense starts to get faster, they were one of the slowest teams last year. Like we're looking at some high powered, we're looking at a high powered offense, man. We're looking at more points overall, more fantasy points from that offense as hard as that, as that is to think about, it might be the case. We might see more from Joe Mixon. We might see more from Jamie, from, um, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and all that. I have both of those guys as as top twelve wide receivers this year, right? Okay, yeah, man. Um, Brooklyn, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, right? Like the TJ pick, like amazing. So uh, it makes me happy that I wait on tight end. A lot of times, I'm I don't I'm not happy <laughs> when I wait on tight end sometimes uh, because you know you know obviously it dries up pretty quickly sometimes. But um, all right, so Yash is asking. Do you like your teams a lot more on underdog when your first pick is one of the top three wide receivers rather than top running backs, or is it just me? Um, yes, sometimes. Now, it, it kind of depends on whether I, I get James Conner in the third round or not, <laughs> to be honest. Like, like when I when I can grab like one of those guys, like like you mentioned, like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Cup, um, and then I, I'm able to grab like a, a good running back in late second, and then I can grab James Conner like in, in the early third. Like, I just got two great running backs, and on top of that, I ended up getting like the be- one of the best wide receivers. So, in that scenario, I, I do end up liking my my my, uh, my team more. I do because James Conner, you know, he ha- to me, he has like top five upside, and I have him ranked as like the RB seven, I think, right? So like, but he's being drafted as like the RB sixteen. So, so yeah, that's my short answer. The goal is to get James Conner. <laughs> it really is. Um, worst comes to worst, my RB2 is like David Montgomery in like the fourth round, right? Because he's going to be an RB2. He has an every down roll. Um, Avery's asking, what quarterbacks are left? That's a great question, my friend. It's a great question. Maybe I should have been thinking about quarterbacks a little bit. <laughs> so I'm at the point right now, since I don't have any quarterbacks, and by the way, I don't panic with quarterbacks. I'm cool with it. Like, you know, I can grab a few guys, a couple guys here and be fine, right? Like, I'm going to – and I should grab a quarterback here, right? I do like guys like Jamison Crowder, Jacoby Myers, but, you know, there are – you know, Kirk Cousins seems like a pretty good value here to me. I'm cool with grabbing him at the at one at 130. Um, you know, he has his games. Like, you know, he might not be as consistent of a guy, but – it doesn't matter in this format. Take a drink. Um, I'm cool grabbing Cousins here. Justin Fields is going to take him right before me. I'm okay with that. Not, not necessarily a, a snipe, but I do want to grab another quarterback. So it's either I take Tua here or I wait and I grab a guy like, oh, maybe we should aim for Jameis. 
What do you guys think about that? Let's 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 wait maybe a round or two and try to grab Jameis, you know, a little bit later. So let's do that. So uh Jameson, Jacoby Myers. I think the guy that I'm probably gonna go with here is probably Jameson. Just just being in that offense, man, like you know, if you're in that offense, in that Bills offense, and if if Jameson's the one starting in the slot, which I think is gonna happen, um, you know, he's gonna play that Cole Beasley role and he's I think, you know, could be a better version of him depending on, you know, how they use him. You know, like I think they can use Jameson Crowder a little bit more down the field, you know, a little bit, like more intermediate rather than just like, you know, these like 10 yard outs and stuff and ends. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think he could be great and he can outperform that ADP. So I'm cool with that. So let's 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 take a look here. Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards Hiller. I need another running back. I only have three. But wide receivers, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods, Jameson Crowder. That's a banging wide receiver core right there. So I have how many wide receivers? I have seven wide receivers, one tight end, TJ Hawkinson, uh, one quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Okay, so I'm happy. I'm very happy right now. I like how this team is shaping up. As a Cardinals fan, James Conner is being disrespected considering what he was doing last year without Chase. With the Melvin Gordon signing, I highly doubt Javante is a full round better than Connor. Yeah, man, I agree with you. I agree with you. I have Connor. I have Javante as like a you know mid to high end RB two, high end RB two. Um, relative, I think I have him at like RB fifteen or something like that. Um, and then James Conner have him at RB seven. Um, and I agree. Like he was a top five running back. Uh, he finished in the top five, I think like five times last year or something like that, something crazy like that. So, um, yeah, with Chase Evans, he was just like off the field. He was just a monster in the receiving game. He was efficient. Um, so I'm all about James Conner this year. I was all not about him last year. I was all about Chase Evans because of the, because of the receiving role, right. That Chase Evans had. Um, so I thought Chase Evans was going to get all the receiving work, which he did a little bit on, on early downs, which he did, but James Conner was getting all that goal line work, a lot of that goal line work. So, um, even when Edmonds was playing, right. And that really was the difference between those two guys, but Edmonds was a playable low end RB two last year. I just thought that Connor, you know, wouldn't get like really, you know, important touches last year, but with Chase out, he was there every down guy and he got it done and they just paid him. So that gives you an indication of what they're going to do. Avery's like yeah, solid cousins and cook. Yeah, I don't know how much I love that stack right there, but uh, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it, especially considering the the fact that I was able to wait a little bit. So, um, Jameis Winston. So I am uh, about five picks away here. Jameis Winston is coming up, and like if anybody scrolls down a little bit, they're gonna see Jameis. They might want to take him, but I'm hoping that he's there for me. Okay, the guys that I'm looking at here, you know, if Jameson. If if Jameis Winston is taken, so I don't go on full tilt, um, the guys that I'm looking at are Irv Smith, Cole Komet. Cole Komet just got taken as my backup tight end, right? Um, and then I have KJ Osborne, right? Who you know, if Adam Thielen were to go down, he would do his thing. He he could have his games even with Thielen, um, you know, on the field, right? But we just he might not be as consistent, but he's gonna have those games where like you know. He had those games last year with like, you know, seven catches, 100 yards, and like a touchdown out of nowhere, right? Um, out of the slot. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be cool taking him here. Uh, but I'm hoping that Jameis is, Jameis is on the board when I when I pick in two picks. So Najoku just got taken. 
I do like Njoku, by the way, this year. I didn't even see him on the board there. Uh, Josh Palmer got taken right before me, and I'm going to go ahead and take Jameis Winston. And just so for the guys who you know might not be watching the clock here, Irv Smith, DJ Chark, KJ Osborne, Hunter Henry, David Bell, Corey Davis. I'm taking Jameis Winston over over those guys. All right, I think we solid, man. I think we, we Gucci at court at the quarterback position with Kirk and Jameis. Um, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I need another running back here, or at some point. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to wait though. Right, let's see what running backs are on the board. Um, we got James Robinson, Tyrion Davis. Price is a very interesting pick here. Um, that's an interesting one. Daryl Williams is an interesting one too. In case James Conner gets hurt, um, I'm not really about James Robinson. You know, honestly, coming off the uh, the Achilles, you know, late December, you know that that is worrisome to me, right? Like it didn't it didn't happen a year ago, like Cam Akers. Uh, all right, D- D- Daryl Williams just got taken right before me. So the guys that I think that you know potentially can get a big workload here, you know, Khalil Herbert. You know, James Robinson, you know, he is intriguing here, but I, I think I'd rather go with somebody like Khalil Herbert, somebody who was able to take a lot of the work away from, um, oh, you know, when, when David Montgomery got hurt, he was able to do his thing. So I'm taking him. Now, I know I might have reached a little bit here, but I need, I need that that fourth running back. James Robinson was also there. I could have took him later, actually. That, so that right there was a bad decision. That was a very bad decision. And the reason why is because I had this running back tab open and I just went with the running back who was down here rather than looking at the big board and drafting based on this big board. Does that make sense? So I could have potentially waited and got Khalil Herbert like later on, like maybe in the next round or so, depending on how far he was down. Um, but, you know, the, the running backs were kind of drying up a little bit, right? Um, so, yeah, I could have potentially waited. That That was a bad move. So... Just, just so you know, in case you're doing one of these drafts. By the way, you you don't have to do like a $25 draft in order to get into one of these big tournaments. This one is the best ball mania, you know, $10 million and $10 million entry, $25 entry, $10 million in prizes. First prize gets $2 million. Second place gets $1 million. Whoever gets the most points during the regular season gets $1 million also. And then a bunch of, you know, the rest of the money gets dispersed through like the first, you know, like a bunch of top guys, right? Now, um, they also have something called the Puppy, which is almost full, by the way. It's a $5 entry tournament, $500,000 worth of prizes in that tournament, okay? So if you do sign up for Underdog, if you don't have Underdog yet and you do sign up, make sure to use the code UPPERHAND um, because, oh, you know what? I should probably put that on the screen. Um, I'm, 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 I'm bugging, man. I don't know. What's up with me? Maybe I should do that. Let's go. Ready? Maybe I should have put this the whole time. That would have been smart, you know, but anyway, you can use your, you know, oh, maybe drafting now. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so use the code upper hand, you know, uh, you'll you'll get your first deposit match up to a hundred bucks if you use the code upper hand and you'll get a free rookie draft kit from me. Okay. Um, now, do you see Chase Evans as a value this year considering his contract compared to Michelle and Moster? Seven to eight per year, I think, compared to minimum. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I think people are underrating uh, Chase Edmonds. I do think that he's being drafted too late. I do think he's a value, especially in full PPR leagues. Um, I think that people think that this is going to be a full-blown running back my committee. It's going to be somewhat of a committee, but just like 
you know, Chase Evans was sharing the load with James Conner last year. It's going to be similar where Chase Evans is that primary running back. Chase Evans was a primary running back last year with James Conner there like when they were both completely healthy at the beginning of the year. I think that's going to be the same case this year in that backfield. Um, I'm not banking on Mostert to, to be doing his thing. Um, Michelle will probably play, you know, a similar role to um, to James Conner. He's just not as good as James Conner. Um, but Chase Edmonds is going to be that guy. I would expect eight to ten carries per game from Chase Edmonds and then five to six targets per game. So close to 15 to 17, 15 to 16 opportunities for Chase Edmonds per game. Maybe not touches. Maybe it's like 13 touches a game for Chase Edmonds. But a large percentage of that percentage of that I do think is going to come in the receiving game, which is why he gets elevated. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up as a low-end RB2 uh, in PPR leagues. That's a good point. That's a good point, Yash. Um, Avery wants me to take Alec Pierce. Uh, I'm not a fan. Sorry, Avery. And if you if you had my rookie draft kit, you would know that. <laughs> um, not a fan of, of Alec Pierce. I think he's going to be a good NFL player, you know, in terms of like what his impact on the field is. But in terms of what his actual like fantasy value is, I don't think it's that high. Okay. Uh, a few wide receivers here that I like. Um, Hayden Hurst is a good backup tight end here. And I feel like I could grab a bunch, any of these wide receivers, you know, with my next pick coming up in a few picks. So I'm just going to take Hayden Hurst as my backup tight end. Okay. In Cincinnati. Remember, their tight end went to the Jets. So this starting tight end is going to be Hayden Hurst. There could be some value there. He could have his games uh, in Cincinnati, former first round pick. Um, so he's going to be my backup tight end. And I, I, I'm okay grabbing any of these wide receivers. I think Curtis Samuel has a high ceiling. Will Fuller obviously has a high ceiling. If I had to pick any of these guys, it's going to be Will Fuller here. Okay. Um, he could sign with a great team. He could sign with Green Bay. Uh, he could sign with the Browns. <laughs> who, who knows? We'll see what, what happens with this whole Deshaun Watson fiasco. Uh, but if Will Fuller's still on the board, I'm one pick away. He is still on the board. So it's either, oh, I saw Logan Thomas coming off the board. That's a good one. Logan Thomas is a real value too. Uh, but Will, Will Fuller, Wandel Robinson, there's a couple of guys there that are good. Sammy Watkins in Green Bay already. Um, I can see him, you know, doing his thing for like two games this year. Same thing with Will Fuller, to be honest with you. But we'll see where Will, where Will Fuller ends up. I just like taking him this late because he, he can end up on a lot of teams and end up being their wide receiver one for as long as he's healthy. So listen, with Will Fuller, he, he gives you like four, five big ceiling games. Like, like what else do you need, especially at this price? Okay, so let's check out my team roster construction over here. Four running, two quarterbacks, four running backs. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wide receivers, and I have two tight ends. And we have, I think we have two picks left, if I'm not mistaken, or one pick left. I have one, I got two picks left. So I'm probably going to be going wide receiver here, but we'll see. We'll see who's on the board. Maybe I'll go with another running back. I'm not sure if Khalil Herbert was that dude at this point, you know, you don't have to really go by ADP. Just, just grab, grab a few guys that you think are going to be relevant. Uh, I think Deontay Foreman is somebody that I'm going to be targeting um, with my next pick just because, Hey, listen, I'm a big Christian McCaffrey guy this year. one one I'm happy with it. But if, if Christian McCaffrey um, goes down like he has over the past two years, I think Deontay Foreman is going to be the back that you want on that team. Okay. Uh, over, uh, Truba Hubbard. I do. Um, Deontay Foreman, 
Sony Michelle, Hassan Haskins, all three of these guys could potentially, you know, do big things next year, depending if the guy in front of them goes down. Hassan Haskins, you know, with if Derrick Henry ends up going down, Hassan Haskins is built for a role like that. And uh, he played that type of role in college. He had a huge workload last year. So, um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Haskins in terms of like talent level, but with running backs in the NFL, with fantasy points, all you need is opportunity, right? That's all it comes down to. All right, I'm about 10 picks away. Um, I hope everybody's enjoying the live. Uh, everyone who joined, I really appreciate you guys, you know, joining and, and you know, commenting and all that kind of stuff. So I really appreciate it. Um, you know, thank you guys for, you know, for for participating and all that. So the, this draft actually went by pretty quickly. You know, we're, we're going to be done in about an hour. And actually, we're going to be done in about 45 minutes. Usually it takes about like, you know, close closer to an hour for these quick drafts. Um, by the way, uh, if you want to join a draft with me, if you go to my story, like one of my stories there, I'm actually, I put up a slow draft, like a, like a $10 slow draft. If you want to get in with me, I think the prize pool is like, it's 12 people. So the prize pool is like more than like more than a hundred bucks. Um, so you, you know, you could do a slow draft with me, um, you know, and, and let's do it. Let's get it. Same draft room. Um, so I'm about seven picks away here. I do want to grab that extra running back. Um, cause I wasn't like amazingly thrilled with the, Khalil Herbert pick, I think it could work out, you know, if David Montgomery were to go down um, in that new zone running scheme. But but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Julio Jones still on the board. I cannot believe that I don't care that he's not that he's on the board. <laughs> Deontay Foreman is showing up on the big board right here. Fourth pick on the big board right now. I hope nobody grabs him. Somebody grab Deontay Foreman. I'm tilting. I'm tilting in the 17th round. Okay. Uh, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell is going to be the guy that I'm going to pick here. You know, Justin Ross is there, big ceiling, but rookie year. Um, yeah, Paris Campbell is going to be my pick here. Um, in terms of running backs available, Zamir White. Yeah, you know, if if Josh Jacobs were to go down, I can see it. But two ACLs, Kenyon Drake still there. Not sure. I'm not a big fan of his game anyway. Eh, not too excited. Paris Campbell is going to be my pick here. Got my ninth wide receiver. Um, and with my next pick, with the with the with my eighteenth pick, um, I'm gonna go. I want to go running back here, so I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark at some running back. It probably it's probably not gonna be Dearness Johnson. Well, it can be Dearness Johnson. I don't know what the Browns are gonna do with Kareem Hunt. Um, Kareem Hunt can be cut, and I'm not sure if they do cut him. Uh, but he can be cut with zero penalty. And it's possible just because I don't know how much money they want invested in their running back room, right? Um, but, but yeah, so Zamir White could be a pick here. Mark Ingram, you know, if if Alvin Kamara were to go down, you know, I'm sure that they would probably give him the rock. They don't really have anybody else, to be honest with you. Well, they do. They they drafted somebody. I forgot who. No, they, they, they signed an undrafted free agent, but they paid him a lot of money in terms of guaranteed. Um, but, yeah, I'm on the clock here. And, okay, you know what? I think I'm just going to go Zamir White. Zamir White, you know, you know, I guess, like, not amazing draft capital. When did he get drafted? Fourth round? Something like that? So I'm going to go Zamir White. Just, you know, if Josh Jacobs were to get hurt, maybe he's the banger on early downs. Maybe we take that Josh Jacobs role. They draft him there for a reason. 
Um, and they didn't, they also didn't, you know, pick up Josh Jacobs fifth year option, but that's next year. He was a first round pick too. So I wouldn't have picked it up either regardless of who the running back is, to be honest. Um, okay. And that's it. That's the entire team. Kirk Cousins, James Winston, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Khalil Herbert, Zamir White. Could have done better in the, in the running backs, to be honest with you, but the wide receiver core is looking fire. Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods, Jamison Crowder, Will Fuller, Paris Campbell, and TJ Hawkinson and Hayden Hurst at the tight end position. All right. Appreciate you guys. Hope this was fun. I had fun. Thank you guys for joining, uh, for commenting, all that. I'll see you guys soon. I'll see you guys on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram, too. If you're just here on YouTube, uh, hit me up on Instagram as well. But I appreciate you supporting the community and all that. Um, And, yeah, I'll see you guys. Peace. Took a little longer than I expected. You know what I'm saying? We'll be be out. (laughs) See ya.